The Chicago Bears have reportedly had internal discussions about bringing in Jim Harbaugh as their next head coach. We're talking about some competition they may have in hiring Jim Harbaugh and the ties that he has to the organization outside of just formally playing for us that could bring him here to Chicago. We're also going to talk about noticeable changes to the Chicago Bears defense since Montez Sweat came to the team and how that defense has steadily been on the rise. We're going to talk about all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. What's going on, Bears fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. I'm the host, Sarah Hayes, but more importantly, you guys can follow the channel at Shy Bears Central on every social media platform we happen to be on. With that being said, let's go ahead and get into the content for today. So coming out yesterday, it, uh, reported by the, the Athletic, is that the Chicago Bears have had internal discussions about bringing in John, John, Jim Harbaugh as their next head coach. And so, listen, this is a a big thing for the Chicago Bears. And, you know, when you look at Matt Eberflus and while the defense has been on the rise, one thing that me, C-Dub, and Bobby have all talked about is the Bears cannot be prisoner of that moment and still look at the other things that Matt Eberflus has done to maybe negatively impact the team. Jim Harbaugh is going to be one of those highly desired and sought-after head coaches if he does decide to come back to the NFL. When said this on the herd, uh, it was Jim is certainly a name that is respected in the league circles around the NFL. Ownership is definitely interested in what he could bring back to the NFL. Now, with that said, it's also reported that the Panthers do have some interest in bringing in Jim Harbaugh as well to this team. Now, we got some connections to Harbaugh. Yes, he played for the Bears. He was drafted by us. But you also have to look at the per- the president of the Bears right now and CEO Kevin Warren, who was the Big Ten commissioner and has a relationship with Jim Harbaugh. Now, what is it going to take for Jim Harbaugh to come here as a head coach? I think it's going to have to be Kevin Warren recruiting him, right? Selling him on what the vision and the future is for the Chicago Bears, and it's going to have to take Ryan Poles to make the moves to put a roster there that Jim Harbaugh is going to want to coach, right? When you look at him over his collegiate career and his career in the NFL when he coached the, the 49ers in college, he's 141 and 52. Let me repeat that, 141 and 52. Then with the 49ers, he has a record of 44-19-1. and one. Jim Harbaugh has won every step, every place that he's gone to coach, he has won. And you could do a lot worse of bringing in a court, uh, quarterback, a coach, the caliber of Jim Harbaugh. And it really is going to have to come down to the signs that we've seen from this team, the signs of growth, right? The signs of maybe having a direction, things like that. You're going to absolutely have to sell him on that vision and that dream and the young talent that he has here. Also on what your plan is with your quarterback and Justin Fields and how to support that. Jim Harbaugh is not going to be somebody who was going to want to come in and he's going to have to, he's not going to want to have to, not that he won't develop. Right, we know. I'm not. Jim Harbaugh will be a coach that's open to developing. I'm not saying that, but he's going to want to make sure that he has the pieces in place to where he can truly evaluate and make decisions on what players he wants and how they're going to support his system. Also, coordinators. I think that you can do a really good job of bringing in coordinators that are going to want to coach under Jim Harbaugh, only because the 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 level of excellence that he is going to want to get out of this team. Coordinators are going to benefit from that for their development as well as coordinators, but then also maybe eventually taking on head coaching positions of themselves. So it would be a a nice mix of of you know the what we've done in the past as Bears is bringing in just a tough minded head coach, but then you also have to support that with the coordinators that you're going to bring in that still because you still need a different offensive coordinator that can get the most out of this, right? 
And so, you know, that I love to hear that the Bears are having those internal conversations and discussions because one of the things that this front office has to do, and Kevin Warren and Ryan Poles, is they have to be prepared to find tough answers to some of the tough questions. And that's one of the things with this team. They haven't made tough decisions yet. Even when you look at Matt Eberflus, Luke Getzey still being here, whereas other teams have fired head coaches. The fact that we're still a franchise that hasn't fired a coach midseason, it's not going to happen now, especially not with the defense and stuff playing better. But you have to ask those tough questions. And so Jim Harbaugh, the fact I love to hear that he's that he's uh, you know been been talked about amongst other Bears internally. That doesn't necessarily mean that anything comes from it. Heck, he can turn down the job. The, the Chicago Bears could absolutely go to him right now and abs- and turn down that job and just say, hey, if I'm going to come back to the NFL, I'm going to want to make sure I have a team that could win now, right? And that has a, or, and, and I have an organization that's had a series of great decisions. So, you know, it, it, again, it's not like the Bears can just go to Harbaugh and say, hey, this ain't Madden where you can just max out the contract offer and you can get the guy, right? You have, you have to sell him on the dream, or not the dream, you have to sell him on the vision. His dream is a pie in the sky. You have to sell him on the vision and the direction that this team has. And if you can do that and bring him in, listen, that is a get for the Chicago Bears and a get that we haven't had in a minute. It, it's, it would be one of the best, if not the best, uh, head coach option out there on it. So, you know, we end up seeing what happens with that. I, I, I ultimately think, you know, I still kind of want an offensive-minded head coach in there. But if you bring in Jim Harbaugh and you're, you're trying to set the expectations and the direction and a culture, he does all of those things, so you can't, I would not be mad at that at all. I've had my doubts on if the Bears are going to be able to get him, but hey, it comes down to it. I guess we'll see, and I'm glad that the Bears are trying to make a move in that right direction. But in talking about making moves in the right direction, one of the moves that the Chicago Bears did make that was the right choice is, is trading for Montez Sweat, locking him into a contract extension, and we've seen the, the Bears be able to get more flexible in what they've done defensively, and the defense was, was already on a steady rise has been has been no, notedly better since the Montez Sweat trade. So there's a couple of things right now that's, that's happening that's making it better. Is that, one, the Chicago Bears don't have to blitz as much. And we were already a team that didn't necessarily blitz a whole heck of a lot. But we are now getting pressure on the quarterback without blitzing. And a big part of that is Montez Sweat being there and the, and the way that he's able to put pressure and free up other people as well. This defensive line in general is playing so much better since Montez Sweat came in there. And you're really starting to see it round out and kind of the vision of some of these players. I'm sure he's been really good for the young guys as well. And uh, you're just you're just seeing it right now. Everything that's happened, right? We're reducing our blitz rate considerably. But the pass rush productivity has gone up right now. When you look at it, uh, Montez Sweat had a 10% pass rush with, with, uh, with uh, a, a win, uh, I'm sorry, a 10% pass rush win rate with the Washington Commanders. So far over the last uh, time with the Bears the last four weeks, it's been 16% on a pass rush run rate. He has two and a half sacks, which is really good. He's a half a sack away from leading the team. So right now, Montez Sweat and how we're getting pressure on the quarterback is legit, and we're doing it without having to blitz, which means that we're also being better in the secondary, and that's where you're starting to see things like the seven interceptions that we've gotten over the last two weeks for the Chicago Bears. So definitely having an impact there. He's also having an impact on players individually and how we use them. DeMarcus Walker was was a player that we brought in. Uh, It's been utilized in such a great way since Montez Sweat's coming in. When you look at it right now, he's been hugely impactful in that. Montez Sweat has now gone up from getting a pass rush rate of 8% to 15%. That is what DeMarcus Walker is getting. That is almost double just by being able to play on there. He has nine pressures in just the last two games alone. Montez Sweat is impacting, impacting how the Chicago Bears defense is playing and getting to the quarterback. And while 
But still in the passing game, we're still giving up a lot of passing yards. Those are things that you would start seeing trend in the right direction with, again, the pass rush and the pass coverage and the synergy between those two we're definitely seeing there. You're also now able to use DeMarcus Walker in more varying ways. He's moving around more. He's being used on the inside more. He's being used on the outside in some run run scenarios. And you're seeing uh, Montez Sweat and DeMarcus Walker on one side and then Javon Dexter on the other with Justin Jones, and that's being effective as well. We're, we're having a strong ability to get to, to stop the run as well as get pressure on the quarterback. So, listen, you are seeing an impact, and that is why bringing in a player, and it was important that you trade for a player like Montez Sweat to be the anchor, not only trade for him, but then lock him in because you're seeing him become that anchor on the defense. And so, like, when you're talking about building up this team, which is now ranked as the ninth uh, defense in the NFL, you now have a foundation with your secondary being young. You got to bring back Jalen Johnson, right? They don't have to, but I hope that they bring back Jalen Johnson. But you're seeing just the the bones of what could be a a excellent defense in this league. And then, heck, if you're able to bring in an offensive coordinator and you bring in like a Marvin Harrison Jr. and you can unlock that offense, solidify that offensive line, get you an actual center that's going to be something positive for this team and not something that holds the team back. We're talking about potentially setting the stage with better coaching, better development, things like that, better decision-making, that we are setting the stage to potentially have a strong offense and a, and a top-10 defense. And if you can get into that area, that is where you start making the playoffs. That is when you start going on win streaks. That is when you start really, truly being able to develop and things like that. And so that is what we're doing right now. And so the Bears, listen, things have been getting better for the Bears. The outlook from where we started this season, has drastically improved from where we are right now. And, you know, like I said, the Bears ultimately have a lot of decisions that they need to make about this roster, and some of those decisions are tough decisions that they need to make about the future of the roster, maybe moving on from some people, right, moving on from some coaches. But they have, But if you're willing to make those tough decisions and you find the right answers to that tough decision, this Bears team isn't as far off as what we initially thought with how this season started off. I'm not saying they're close to competing for a Super Bowl, Right, but I'm saying far they're not that far off from being a playoff team. And then when you do that and you have that that's that set, that's when you can start filling in your holes a little bit more when you already have a playoff foundation and then you can go into free agency, you can go into further drafts, you can get a little bit more creative, take some more risk, right? But you have to have that solid foundation first. And we're starting to see that we have the bones of that. We need a better coach, in my opinion, to bring it all together. But we are really starting to see this this thing start panning out. And like I've said before. I know a lot of people are down on Ryan Poles, but listen, as you start separating yourself and start seeing kind of how the things are working together, Ryan Poles has done a much better job than what some people was giving him credit for. I mean, yeah, what's a better job than what some people were giving him credit for. And as we can, if we can build on top of that this upcoming offseason, we could be talking about a Bears team that we are finally going to be talking about the Bears making the playoffs again. Now, again, I'm not going to get my hopes up until we see it. I need to see high-level winning and consistency from this Bears team before we're able to see it. But before I'm able to, you know, trust it, but we're starting to see those things really start going in the in the right direction. Now, before we go as well, I want to talk about the benefits of the bye week that the Chicago Bears currently have themselves in. It's outside of still getting live streams from Dub and Bobby on Sunday, which are going to have fun with right now, you're you're looking at you know getting healthy, right? That's what some of, some of this this is going to be for for uh, the team is absolutely getting healthy. Tremaine Edmonds, who's come in, you know, got injured for a little while. At the end of the day, he's he's now you know that right foot. He's going to come back. And he's going to have some time to get healthy, right? So any of the little bang-ups and things that we're having right there, the running backs can definitely use it. You look at Khalil Herbert, he just hasn't really been himself 100% since he's come back for injury. Getting that bye week in there is going to be good for him, I think. Uh, We'll see what happens with Deontay Foreman as well. 
getting that running back core, which we're going to be utilizing and, and relying on a lot over this, I think it's going to be time for him as well. You look at also Tyreek Stevenson, Terrell Lewis. Those are two players that have gone through it as rookies, kind of having them to get that that time to kind of get their minds right as far as, far as get their bodies right as well. I think it's going to benefit the Chicago Bears overall. And the Bears are just able to come in. And, you know, I'm, I would like to say that maybe Luke Getsy gets a little bit more creative with play calls. But listen, that's that's a tall test to ask from that guy. But even Justin Fields taking more time to evaluate right now. Look at your own tape and how you've played since you've come back from injury. Find better ways to get to DJ Moore. Find just those little intricacies in your game to kind of add a couple of steps there for you is a big thing for Justin Fields as well. So this bye week is coming at a good time. We can then go into the last five games of the season, hopefully with better health some better focus, getting some time to watch some tape, really kind of invest in that, and see little things that everybody can change about their own game. Jack Sanborn as well, Jermaine Edmonds, the linebacking core, having more time for this team to gel together, get more continuity with practice, things like that. So I think this bye week is coming at the right time for the Chicago Bears, and let's hope that they can build on it. The coaching staff is having them prepared because guess what? You come back, you got five games in a row to end this season. You got Detroit, Cleveland, Arizona, Atlanta, and Green Bay, and some – and. Uh, a few of those games are very winnable games. The Bears could realistically win three out of those last five games. And then at that point, you're talking about a team that is going to end seven and nine on the season. So, you know, there, there's there's definitely some potential in there. So seven and ten on the season, if I can count correctly. I can't count, apparently. Uh, so, you know, you got those things that you that you can do. And overall, let's hope that the Bears attack it. They do it well. They do it right. And, um, yeah, let's hope that we come out of this bye week and we really hit the ground running because I, I tell you what. I want to beat Detroit. I really do. It's a little bit of pettiness in it for me, um, and hopefully we can come out of that. You know, we got Cleveland, which has their own in injury issues. They're going to be missing their quarterback for the rest of the year. The Arizona Cardinals, which is an interesting one, because in some ways I would almost I wouldn't hate losing to the Arizona Cardinals because then that would push their draft pick a little bit further than maybe we can draft down and still kind of or, or trade down in the draft, still get Marvin Harrison at number two if the Patriots can pass them up. But again, that's that's reasons outside of football. You got the Atlanta uh, game, which, you know, that's going to be a tough game for the team. But that's that's a team that's also five and six on the season. They have their own struggles. Um, and then you got the game against the Green Bay Packers. And we all know we want to beat the Green Bay Packers. So the Bears have winnable games left on this on the schedule, and can they take advantage of it? That remains to be seen. But thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of Chicago Bears Central. Make sure you're following the show at Shy Bears Central. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, chicagobearscentral.gmail.com. And then lastly, if you want to leave a text message and or voicemail, the number to do so, 773-242-9336. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related, thanks to you guys. And like I liked in every episode on, shy town up, but bear down. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Break, break, media. media. media.